All right, it is Monday, January 25th, Rigo. Tom Brady and the New England, oh, excuse me, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Get it done. We got we got football, football to talk about as we got the went from the final four <laughs> to the final two. And here to break it all down and talk about the AFC and NFC championships, here's Rigo. Thank you, Todd. Uh, before we get too far, because we don't have any musical accompaniment today, I'm going to have to wing it. Uh, he's a football wizard. It has to. There has to be a twist. The football wizard's got such a supple wrist. How does he do it? I don't know. What makes him so good? Yeah, that's the main story. Tommy. That's the main story. And it, it's it's compelling in the in the weirdest of ways to me, because he made a couple of plays. I'll give him that. They were really excellent plays. But there was some stupidity that you just can't find everywhere, like the halftime touchdown catch that the guy let somebody get behind him. But they were trying to keep a field goal instead of giving up the quick the thing in front of you in a possible field goal. Eh, I'm gonna really play for that field goal. The touchdown, I'm not too worried about. That was stunning. Oh, that was that was crippling. Then the fumble right out. But what I want to say is this: that I, it's so shocking, and it's like he, there is something weird going on in this universe. I mean, <laughs> I gotta believe it goes beyond anything that we can explain. Uh, from the standpoint that he throws three interceptions yesterday, and yet. It's almost like the king is back in court, which there's a lot of truth in that, too. I mean, if you look at the to me and we can get we'll get into the other game, but both games, who won these games? The defense won the games. That's plain and simple. Yeah. Both sides of the ball. I mean, both teams, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs defense, they're the ones that made not and their offense isn't too shabby either. But their defense is the ones that, you know, that. Poor, uh, what's his name, Josh Allen. He's still having nightmares of people chasing yeah. 30 and 40 yards deep in his backfield trying to get away from him. And then Aaron Rodgers, same thing. I mean, he was running for his life pretty much the whole day, it seemed to me like. And there's where you l l really look at this, is that you, you get that. But I also believe that, it, and it's possible, I do believe. I saw some, I read something this morning where they said that Tom Brady uh, is one of the greatest uh, competitors of all time in sports. You know what? There can be no doubt about that. Uh, the fact that, that he's at his age, but sometimes, you know, and he's obviously one of them, you don't necessarily feel your age. He doesn't, he doesn't look his age. But think about this. When you think about the way he's played the quarterback position, the only real stress that I would say for him is throwing the football. He's not, you know, in other words, it's his arm. But sure. it's, like a, sure. it's like a major league pitcher, really. Right. That uh, that's the only thing that I would see where he's not a guy that ever scrambles. He's never he, he's a guy that rarely ever takes a real hit. Uh, you can see that he also knows when to get on the deck. The one sack that he took, you could see right away. He sensed that there was pressure. It was hopeless. Just get down on the ground and you know get up and make another play. In an incredibly uh, what do you call it? Perceptive player. Incredibly experienced player. I mean he's he's a tough nut. And in in so many ways, I mean. You flip it back the other way. Are are we to believe that because he is this great player, great competitor, had he played for New England this year, would mm -hmm. New England be in the Super Bowl? I don't know. Right. I would have to say I don't think so. But you know, that's for the for the big huge you know the people that believe that Tom Brady could do no wrong. They go, oh yeah, hell yeah. 
I mean, you bring him in here to Washington next year. Get him in here in Washington. Washington's going hey, to Super Bowl. Hey, hey, hey. Man only has so many magical powers. That's true. He doesn't have that shot in his bag, <laughs> right? Hey, listen, he, didn't he be... wasn't stupid enough. He goes, I think I like what they're doing down in Tampa. I well, think that could be a nice little compliment. That makes him probably the most famous carpetbagger of, <laughs> of all time. There's no doubt of in course. my mind. Huh? A man's got to know his limitations. I'm telling you, did he, did he sniff that one out and sniff it out well? And uh, you know everything's working out great for him down there. You know, the, the, but I, I was kind of, I was kind of like, look, I mean, the first thing, not the coach, not anybody. When they had, I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I could hear it because I left the TV on. But I forget who it was, uh, the the guy from, and I think it was their sideline reporter that was handing out the Lamar, no, not the Lamar, the uh, George Hallis Trophy. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I think it was right away. It was Tom Brady. He didn't say anything about Bruce Aarons. He didn't say anything about the Tampa Bay Buc I mean, it's just like, to me, I find that a little repulsive, to be honest with you, because <laughs> it's, but I guess really, when you look at it from a news angle, I guess, is this is what you can sell, or is that what the NFL wanted to sell? 100%. Well, I mean, he's the golden child, and they're going to milk it for as long as they can. The story's remarkable. And hey, Bruce, it is. Bruce you've been there. Bruce, you, you, you were no, here he last hasn't. year. No, he has only as an offensive coordinator. Well, okay, but he was in Tampa. Yeah. He was in Tampa, so so no, who's the guy that came in and uh, made it all right? And it was the the, the Brady's Rodgers. If it had been if, if it had been flipped, it would have been Aaron Rodgers well, accepting that, it. And that and that to me is kind of well, that's true. Uh, and, and that to me was the difference, really. I mean, plug some other quarterback. In other words, if Brady and and Rodgers would have traded positions yesterday, how would that game? Wouldn't turn that out? have been interesting? If Brady, if uh, if Rodgers is playing for the Tampa Bay Bucks, how's that turn out? Yeah, because I thought that, like I said, I don't recall, but it seemed to me that number twelve, he didn't have a whole lot of pressure on him all day. No, there they, were there was moments. There was a moment two here or there. But I, but and from that standpoint, I'm going. You know, well, everybody, it's kind of where it, it's weird. Here's a guy that has done things that no human has ever done in the NFL at, at the quarterback position. And you can actually make the argument at any position. And yet, you see the signs that, it, and I was joking about it last week, about El Cid, the famous Spanish general that scared the hell out just by being dead. That was all it's they showing needed. up. They headed home when they said, is that El Cid? That was I home think field it advantage plus 10. And <laughs> but I think that he's turned into this, this mythic character in a way where he elevates everybody around him that they feel like, I think there's a lot. There's something really psychological based on all the success he's had. That down in Tampa, you know. And then let's face it. Here's what's so perplexing: Green Bay has a pretty good football team. Really good. Yeah. And and so you 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 wonder how is it that Tampa Bay plays in a game in the very first round of the playoffs against Washington, and they kind of struggle a little bit, if you will, I think right? They took them lightly. I think they 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 it, completely took them lightly. Like this is a seven and nine team. It's a fourth string quarterback. Who who are we kidding here? Yeah, we well, don't have to try that much. Well, I mean, I mean, not saying they do that, but you play down. They played down to their competition, and we're good enough to win. Yeah, clearly. And then they go to the New Orleans, and uh, you know, which at the time I didn't realize, but as you said, you know, 
what, 11 broken ribs or something with Drew Brees? 11 broken ribs and a a punctured lung that he had recovered from. Rehabilitated from. And, you know, know, that's where I didn't understand that because I'm going, wow, he's really looking like he. But, you know, when you're nicked up like that, particularly a guy. Yeah, and particularly when you're as active to play his game, he has to be active, move around, find people and do all that stuff. But you go down there and and, and not overly impressive, I did not think. I mean, last week I thought, the quarterbacks look fairly evenly matched. Breeze, Brady, mm-hmm. pick one. You not you know flip flop them. You get about the same results. But you know, but yesterday it was one of those deals where I can't figure out how a team turns it on, turns it off. Green Bay the week before was stunning. There it was just like you couldn't. I mean, they completely did anything they wanted to. The Rams vaulted def, vaunted defense, punked them. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they got nothing. What's his name? Rodgers is scrambling for his life all day. Can't run the football. It was just like, what happened to those guys that played last week? It's just stunning. well, Tampa Bay's defense is good for it, and that's what and that's what I think is so sneaky about this because and this is the it's not the problem, but when you get down to reality, that's why people should watch the John Riggin show. Is that's what we try to do is give you really what you know you're getting usually you're getting the sports where let's sell this, let's sell this. But the real truth matter, what I said earlier, is the defense has won both these football games. Uh, clearly, with the Chiefs and or, uh, with the Chiefs and the way they put pressure on uh, Allen, and the same thing happened to Green Bay. And yet, Green Bay had every opportunity to win that game as poorly as they played, which kind of tells you something as well. Which really, that's where you go back to Tommy, the pinball wizard. How does he do it? Right. How do you come out at the end when the other team plays so poorly, yet they almost, but not quite? I mean, if you think about it, his entire career is based on, uh, I don't want to call them cliffhangers, but they're, they're moments that come right down to the wire, and it goes his way almost every time. You can you can go through it time after time again. You know, it's happened over and over again. I mean, if you're going to crack a safe, I think he's the guy you want in there on the work in the vault. Well, from the get go, John, that that opening drive was was stunning and how it, it carved him up and the touch that he put on a couple of passes, including that yeah. touchdown pass in Green Bay against the. The, the Packers' defense had been good for it, so it was a clash of. Mm-hmm. But I saw Tampa Bay's defense flying around there at times with guys coming out that they just seemed to be in a different speed. Yeah, they and, were lighting guys up. Well, that's what was happening. I mean, really, I mean, I don't know which way you flip. You know, you look at this because I think they said there was one call at the end there. I think it was the pass interference call where they might have, you know, that gave them the automatic first down where maybe. Green Bay could have got the ball back. And I will say this. If Green Bay got the ball back, all bets were off. Because, you know, they, they as poorly as they played, they were as good a football team as Tampa Bay. The score didn't show it. But, you know, if they played ten times, maybe they split it. I almost think maybe Green Bay wins a few more than they don't. So what did you think with the uh, the controversial going for the field goal there? With uh... Well, I didn't quite understand it. But, you know, then it's like the coach said. LaFour said, well, it just didn't work out. I don't know. You know what the big? He kept thinking they were going to get another another shot at right. it, which, you know, they should have in some weird, odd ways. You know, they, but they didn't quite. You know, they just came up short. You know, it's one of those things like anything else. Had they got the ball back, they go down, and score a touchdown, win the football game. Everybody's like, that was a smart call. Of course, when it doesn't turn out, it's like, what the hell were you thinking? And here's here's what's fascinating. So, an, the analytics came back, and it was damn near a coin toss because they were down the eight, and it's like, okay. It was fourth and goal. Mm-hmm. So you either get some points now or you got to 
get the touchdown and, and the two-point conversion. So, again, it's a coin toss. But the one thing that, you know, and Aaron Rodgers, we all know, we saw we saw how that, that end zone was wide open where he decided to pass against his body versus, versus where it looked like he had a clear path to the end zone. Oh, right. And uh, Yeah, that's what I thought. To me, I figured, and particularly guys played as much as he has, when he turned that corner, rolling out to his right, I'm thinking if you run straight at the linebackers, they've got to come straight at you. And then you make your angle to the corner and they can't, you know, there's a point, there's a fine line in there where you know you're going to get the drop of them because they don't know when you're going to make that break. Right. It'll be just enough for, I couldn't figure that out Yeah, either. yeah. So, I thought the uh, same thing. I'm going, what, he's going to throw the football? And it was like a desperation it, throw. It was. It was weird. And it, speaking of desperation throws, you saw Brady throw a couple of desperation balls yesterday. That one that, you know, he could have easily had four interceptions. Another one was dropped by the safety. Yes. I mean, he was right there in perfect position, went right through his hands. So Conversely, he had an embarrassing amount of drops from his wide receivers. And there were, there were, there were three in the first quarter, four early into the second quarter that were just yeah. perfect passes that these guys dropped. That's true. Absolutely true. And from that standpoint, I would say, and this is what I thought was kind of stunning, but who knows, you're playing in Green Bay and it's cold, but we've seen a little bit of this. But I thought offensively speaking, Maybe Kansas City would be the exception, but I didn't think that really, you know, looking at offensive football, I didn't see a lot of great offensive football yesterday. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I mean, I thought Fournette, Fournette made a hell of a run yeah. when he makes that spin move and, and goes down, you know, from the 20 yards out. I mean, that was a great play. But there were great plays, but they were few and far between. It wasn't a real clean game that way you know you can't right. i mean when you got when you're throwing that many interceptions in the one game and you know it wasn't that much in the in the second game but uh yeah i mean and this is the you know wouldn't you know it i mean it's the first time ever that a team has played in his home stadium <laughs> who else who's going to be the first you to do like that? my tommy terrific yeah it is the pinball wizard that's him or the I football mean, wizard think about this with tampa and we mentioned this earlier in the season a little bit of a run that tampa's having so the uh the Tampa Bay Rays, they're the uh, AL pennant winners. They lose to the Dodgers in the World Series. The Tampa Bay Lightning, they win the Stanley Cup. Tom comes to town and takes the team to the uh, their second Super Bowl ever, first ever at a host site. Mm -hmm. I mean, Tampa's on a roll. Yeah. That, you know, sometimes it happens like that, though, isn't it? Yeah. Where towns, yes. you know, the, the, the baseball wins, the basketball wins, we the did football. It here, we did it here with the Caps and then the Washington Nationals. Right. And you got two. Now, two in one year. Couldn't Wizards, bring that Wizards were, man, we got a tough putt there on that one in, in Ashburn. That may be a while. We're still fighting our guts out. We'll see. But now, let's uh, let's focus now on the second game a little bit. Um, that was kind of an interesting game. Somehow, you know, you see, of course, you get the fumble, you know, the bobble to the muff punt. The muff punt. And right away, you know, they jump on that. Well, they get a field goal right out of the blocks. But I was stunned, and I don't know if that's the right word, and that will be the key. To, and I don't know, you know, you got to give Tampa Bay Bucks the offensive line a tremendous amount of credit. Yes, they did. Good lord, they, they kept him clean, right? Absolutely, now. his uniform just put it in the put it in the box, and it's ready for the Super Bowl. But they did. They harassed Josh Allen like you couldn't believe. I mean, they had him. He didn't know what he was doing back there, and he was trying to throw the ball, getting caught, and all this stuff. Um, <clears throat> really, their pass rush was very impressive. And then, and then I got to say, the other guy, number ten, good God, Hill. 
Whoa. You think he's got some wheels? Whoa. I tell you, Usain Bolt would have trouble keeping up with him. The cheetah. The cheetah. Only they because call it. he's so short. Yeah. That and so I mean lightning might be might be insulting him to call say he's lightning quick. He'd go, I'm faster than that. I'm quicker than that. <laughs> Because he gets DBs, and I mean, they're almost, I mean, it's just like, hit, hit, and, you know, he makes one step here, back this way. You it's how fast he accelerates. And that's it's like he's part. starting in third gear, mm -hmm. and they're like, I mean, it was like a video game at one point with some of the moves he was making. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was stunning, and I'm sure, you know, for a defensive back and whoever's trying to tackle him, just like, we got to figure something out. It's almost like. It's almost like you get the building surrounded. You know, we got we got G-men all around. Right. And even then, he's going to slip through somehow. We just know he's going to get like, through. Like, oh, damn it, he did it again. And that's kind of the way you felt about it. And then you got the, the tight end, Kelsey. Good oh God. Oh, my gosh. Between the two of them, what they have, like 20 catches or something stupid? Yeah, he uh, Tyreek had uh, nine catches, 172 yards, personal record. Travis Kelsey, he, tried, he tied Kellen Winslow and uh, Shannon Sharp. Single game playoff record for uh, he caught 13 balls. 13. He had a ten in the first half or something stupid. Yeah, I mean, so obviously he cooled off. And then what do you have? Two he had two touchdowns as well, I think. Yeah, so through two playoff games, twenty-one catches, two hundred twenty-seven yards, and three touchdowns. Well, that would stick out at me if I'm uh, if I'm Todd Bowles. Hmm, I think. <laughs> but then again, I don't know how do you defend these guys. They got so many other. They got so many things to deal I with. I know. I know. And you know their offense. That to me, I would say of all the offenses I've seen this year. That's probably got the most moving parts. And when I say moving, I mean moving, and I mean moving at speed. These guys yeah, don't, these I, guys I, don't I mess around. You, I, I think these is similar in nature with Mahomes and Brady. The one thing I, I thought about the three quarterbacks, and I'll throw Rodgers in there too, they're, when they go back and the way they're carving teams up, it's like that's like – it is like a video game because they're they're these computers and it's just all based on making the right read yep. at the right time. Yep. Where you see all these other quarterbacks, it's that's to me is the difference in this elite level. I think you're 100 percent correct. The talent, I mean, and that's what makes Tom Brady so unique. He's played this game for so long. You can make the argument he's getting better, if that's right. possible. Right. And when I say that, I mean no, his physical skills are well. I saw him throw a couple well, hummers yeah, yesterday. I mean, it, it's getting, it's throw, it's making the right decision out of five, four guys and analyzing the situation right. and putting enough air under it. Mm -hmm. It was stunning some of the balls that these guys dropped, right. where he put it in the only place. But I saw you see that from Mahomes and Rodgers. Right, and you also saw you know like the two point conversion that right. uh, that Green Bay went for that went right through the guy's hands and other you know, and that's what stunned me. And that's kind of stunned me this whole playoff series. A lot of drop balls from yes. wide receivers. Yes. Uncharacteristic. It's like the stuff you see in college. Maybe not even college, maybe high school. And and the great catches, there's been a few, but you know, not like an overwhelming amount of great catches, but there's more where you've had a lot of airs, if you will, drop right. balls, you know, the thing that you're going, man, this is this is championship football. This is playoff football, right. and, and they're not playing at a very – I don't think they're playing at a particularly high level. So uh, so when Buffalo took a 9 to nothing lead, and, you know, everybody's feeling pretty, pretty good on the Buffalo side of the equation, but you knew that it was going to come down to if they couldn't slow down Mahomes, which, which clearly they couldn't. And like you say, the Chiefs' defense stepped up, and they were good for it. Yeah, and that's the other thing. The one guy we left out was Josh Allen, and he, you know – this kid can play now. Don't don't kid yourself. He but he 
the game plan that they had, the Kansas City game plan, to, to, to slow him down, they did a heck of a job. He still ended up with 88 yards rushing. Now, maybe mm -hmm. some of it came at the end of the game when mm -hmm. I wouldn't pay any attention to it because he did lose a lot of yardage, too. Yeah. I mean, if he wouldn't have had all those sacks, he probably would have had over 100 yards rushing. But clearly, I mean, always that helps. But what in the end in the NFL, 99% of the time, you know, it's great to get out, to extend a play, get out of trouble and all that stuff and do that. But when he was extending, I mean, he didn't have the luxury of being able to get away from the pocket and then maybe find somebody. I mean, he, he he was able to do it, but he was almost running at full speed to get away from the pursuers and trying to make a play. That's It's one thing from you when a quarterback will get out of the pocket and he's under control as he rolls out and moves away from the defensive linemen that are still trying to get off, shed their blocks, and, and you know, give pursuit and then find a receiver. I thought Allen was frantic the whole time. Not necessarily, you know, what I'm saying, uh, emotionally he was frantic, but I was thinking that he, he was so desperate to get away from things. Everything was moving so much faster right. than it had to when he had to scramble. That it was very difficult for him to actually, you know, throw the ball accurately mm -hmm. and get the ball to where he wanted to, where he wanted to go to. But ultimately, just what you said, the Buffalo jumps out to a nine to nothing lead. They they miss the extra point. That's always to me. That's taboo in, in playoff right, games. Right. Like, I know all about that. <laughs> and and you know, so it just started. And you saw, you know, Kansas City just kind of start the the rhythm and the momentum. It's almost like the old locomotive and the wheels. You know, they wah, 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 and all the next thing you know, they're pulling out of the station. And once they got up to speed. There wasn't anything you it could do about it. It's cool to watch. Yeah. It's cool to see them spread the ball. And, and I mean, the creativity in there that offense. There you go. Perfect. That's like the word I was <laughs> right? going to say. The, I, that's what I said earlier. You talk about a bunch of moving parts. I mean, they got something for everybody. Hey, it, it is. hey little boy, you ever seen this before? <laughs> right. Watch this. Okay. We're going to go underhand and behind yeah. our back. Yeah. do. The only thing that's missing is they got to give Mahomes a mirror and let him throw one over his shoulder. And they may do that now, in the Super Bowl. What do you think was in the Andy Reid feeding trough this week or that what is the uh, COVID It mask? was the same thing. All I can think of, I see a Chippendale dancer. That's all I see. And it's Andy's got that mug on. He could be, you know what, the other thing, it could be like somebody tweeted last week that, you know, a lot of times when they in New, in, in New York they used to have the horse buggy rides up right, there, right? Right. And a lot of times when they where the horses and you know they're just standing there, they put the, the feed, feed bag, bag on them, and it looks like who knows? Maybe you get a feed bag. Hey, it's smart possible. guy, creativity. But you know what? When you think about it, and this is another interesting twist. I haven't heard this yet. You know, he gets to face Tom Brady again in a Super Bowl. You know, it was the last time Philadelphia, Philly. when he was with right. Philly, they went down to Jacksonville and played in that game down there. And, of course, they played him tough all the way down to the end. And I guess yeah. number five got to throwing up in the, uh, in the huddle. Well, alleged he he's still – now, T.O., they came out like in the last three weeks. This has reared its ugly head again because T.O.'s doing some some show on the Internet. And then Donovan came on, and Donovan's like – On his show? It, it, well, it's a third-party show. I forget okay. the gentleman's name. And they're shooting pool, and they're and Tio's like he 100. That he's not backing off. I got other teammates will verify this. Donovan's like no chance in hell. It never happened. Blah blah. So the beat goes on. Did Donovan puke in the Super Bowl? I uh, you know physically, we're not sure. But about. Was, it, was it from that or from nerves? <laughs> but it's a little late in the game to have yeah. nerves. Ain't it? But he could be one of those guys. You know that all, that's always like. 
Well, you always said through each progression of the playoffs, it's a different speed. It's a different Yeah, level. but I'm talking about in the game when this allegedly happened. It was in the second half. It wasn't, in, it wasn't, maybe, a, it wasn't the first the play of the game. Maybe the just hit him. Right? Huh? Wait a second. I mean, finally he realized, hey, I'm playing in a this Super Bowl. This is a billion people watching this. It finally dawned on him. Speaking of which, uh, so they go to Tampa here in two weeks, Rigo. 22,000 fans will be allowed to attend. 14,500 ticket buyers. That is going to be divvied up by the NFL. Seventy-five hundred. I, I know what this is. Vaccinated healthcare workers yeah, at the NFL. That's, that's really that's nice. That, yeah, that's, it surprised them as invited guests, which is a great gesture and the right thing to do. And uh, this is the first time Tampa Bay versus Kansas City in a playoff meeting of any kind in any sport. Of is that right? Any kind. You know, it's funny, too. There was a couple scenarios I was thinking about last week. I'm thinking, wouldn't that, wouldn't that be ironic? Green Bay, Kansas City, the original Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> and, and Super Bowl 55. Uh, then, and then, you know, you flipped it where you're going, you know, Tampa Bay and Green Bay. I don't mean Tampa Bay and Green Bay. Uh, Buffalo. Green Bay and Buffalo or Tampa Bay and Buffalo. Nothing's really got a real That's hook That's super in it, sexy. <laughs> Not really. Except, but the, they, uh, except the, the, the Bills, the longstanding, uh, you know, offer. Exactly. Well, this been, this would have been their fifth appearance in the Super Bowl. Right. And it didn't, you know, they've got a little bit more homework to do. What do you think the opening line is? Uh, I'm going to go with Kansas City, and I'm going to go, they got, they're given three. You nailed it. Rigo, I got to take this act. You got to have the Rigo line. You know, you got, you got, you know, Caesars, <laughs> I'm myself. Harris, but remember, Rigos. Do you recall my picks last week? I mean, yeah. I did the one, which was basically, I took uh, Green Bay, but then I said reverse barometer, which you I did. Had, I you mean, did. But that, that was kind of chicken shit, really, when you think <laughs> about it, because I could, if I go, well, I told you I was a reverse barometer, I go, I took Green Bay. <laughs> so you know, you I, only point it out when you're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, the other thing about handicapping. Yeah, well, ignore the losses. We don't broadcast. That's or true. Publicize. Never, that. never d deal with. Well, that's kind of it is the way of the world. Don't ever bring up the things you didn't do well because people will hang on that. I can't remember though. I seem to think though that I, I think I took Kansas City. I you think did I take. Did. You did take. You did take KC. I thought about Buffalo, but I just thought, nah. I just think there's just a little bit more than. But and yet I, I wouldn't have been surprised had Buffalo won that game, but now. I would be surprised had Buffalo after they played it. I don't think Buffalo is in the same realm as Kansas City. Their defense couldn't. I mean, of course, their defense is up a completely up against a completely different offense, but they're just two different teams right now. Kansas City, I, I, I'm looking at them going, I don't know how you're going to throw a, you know a stick in their spokes and make the bike right. freeze up. I just right. It's going to be like I said, Todd Bowles. You better start going. Go to work right now, Todd, because you got a lot of work to do for you. Sure, he before has. This game. I'm sure he has. I I believe you do have the two best teams, but and and I think you saw it. You know, the, I think the, that's the true. Gap that for a change, we got we got the two best teams. This should be. Hopefully, it's a great game. Well. But it's got to come down to defense, like you say. I, you know, and inevitably when you get into these things, most of the time it does, and really it gets down to Tampa Bay's defense, because I don't, I, I and, and and also Kansas City's, but at the same time you got, you got, I don't know. You compare the two the two offenses, Kansas City and, and Tampa Bay. I mean, maybe it's just I'm, you know, I'm oblivious to the hype, but or I'm not oblivious to it that I just can't see. 
you know, what's his name, Hill and 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 uh, Kelsey, and then the other guys that you know, the also rans that they have are those <laughs> the other also no rans, names that are yeah. lighting it up with you know all pro numbers. Exactly. That you go. I just don't see how you can stay with them. Which means there's going to be a tremendous amount of pressure on the Tampa Bay offense to score points. I would think Tampa Bay last six games has averaged over 30 points, more than Kansas City. So Tampa Bay's been lighting it up. Yeah, but look, I hear what you're saying, but I got to do a little bit, yeah, but here because you get a you get seven points, where basically it was almost like Buffalo got their first seven points. You know what they get the ball on the eight yard line, start right, the half, right. second half out, and mentally that's crushing. But yet, like I said, Tampa Bay came. Or I mean, Green Bay came back from it. You got to give Green Bay a lot of credit. They had. The credit from the standpoint is they kept they kept playing. They you know they no fought question. their guts out. They fought their guts <laughs> yes, out. Yes, they did. And uh, and yet every and and, and and you know there were some bad decisions and all this. Brought balls like you said. They cost points actually. But if you look at it, I think that it's unforgivable that they score a touchdown with one second left on the clock. I mean before the half. And then the the drop ball on the eight. So there's 14 points. You you peel that off the board and all of a sudden it's not. They weren't lighting it up offensively. I didn't feel no. like they get the they score the first drive of the game. Then you get those two. There's 21 points right there. From my perspective, it's not like they just kept hand. Let me put it to you differently. Compare how they scored points yesterday, Tampa Bay, against Green Bay. Compare that with how Kansas City scored points against Buffalo. One was a true machine at right. work. The other one was. Hit and miss, hit and miss, sputter here, sputter. Oh, found. Look what we found over here. You know, right. one of those type of deals. No question. Fortuitous for the most part. No so question. That, and that's the part to me. I think for this upcoming Super Bowl that people are going to be, are going to be wowed by, the, the Kansas City has Andy Reid. You know, and there's a guy who probably does hasn't gotten enough credit over the years because. You know, he you know he was in Philly all that time. Best thing that ever happened to, to Andy Reid was getting fired by Philadelphia. That was about to get right. away from that. Right. Uh, and I also think to get and I will I would always wonder this question: Did he pick Donovan McNabb? Was that his pick? Mm -hmm. It was his pick. No, no, no. I I I I pondered the same I, I, question. Yeah, I mean, remember there was always it was always I mean I was in New York at the time and that goes way way back. But it was always, uh, what's his name, Ricky Williams was the guy that Philadelphia thought they were oh. going to take. And they were, the fans were very unhappy about it. Uh, and, oh, you know, yeah, and McNabb played, you know, McNabb had a decent career, don't get me wrong. But I'm always wondering if that was Andy's pick. Uh, and Todd, I'll never really believe that, talking about Don McNabb, when they made the trade from, from Philly to come to Washington, that Mike Shanahan had anything to do with that. Oh, I just can't believe not that. Not his guy at no, all. No, I don't think so. So, I mean, that was on that was his first day on the job. Oh, by the way, we're going <laughs> to hey, take Hey, now that we got you under contract, here's yeah. how it really is. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sure that was an eye-opener for him. But then he, he called his agent, and he said, how much are they paying me? And right. they told him, he said, okay, I can work with number five. Well, you know, this is all part of the job. <laughs> yeah, I, I was talking to a guy the other day, uh, and it was something about some job someplace, and I told him, I said, well, what my information about that place is is that – it's not, you know, it, it's a dead end there. They they don't support, you know, you're not going to get the kind of support you, you, you're, that you would think you need. I said, but ultimately, if it were me, it, it comes down to how much How much is that paycheck? <laughs> how much is that dog in the window? Okay, I think I can work I'm going to do my job. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of the way I operate. Well, we got two weeks that we'll be drilling into uh, the Super Bowl, the preview, the hype. Now, what's interesting, John, this year, 
with the pandemic, the Chiefs are not even allowed to travel to Tampa until two days before the game. Mm -hmm. There is no media day. There are no parties. There is none of the celebration that we, you know, the hype that is, all of that's gone this year. You know, that's kind of, I don't know what to say about it. We were going to talk about this, gee whiz, a couple months ago, which wouldn't have really made any sense back then. But now it makes perfect sense. How much money is this costing? Yeah. Well, it's not only the NFL, but how much, you know, the, the, the city of Tampa is just like, whoa, did we pick the Can't wrong year to get break. the Super Bowl? Huh? Can't catch a break. They caught one break. They got, exactly. you know, they, their team is in the Super Bowl, but it also, <laughs> you know, you're, you're playing well, in we Tampa. We talked about this affecting Tampa because can you imagine the revenue? It's, it's in the billions of what they have lost because they couldn't host World Series games, right? That was in a oh, neutral I didn't place. Know that. In hockey, there's no fans. There's none. There's uh, none of this. And now you get the trifecta. And, and congratulations, that's awesome. But this is this is in the billions. This is some of the biggest business in the country. Yeah, and you know, I just saw something today in the paper that stunned me. And this is weird. Pepsi, Coke, and one more. They are pull, They're not going to have any ads in the Super Bowl. Budweiser. And it was Budweiser. I thought it was a beer. First time in forever. Probably from the beginning. I think it is 54 years. That they're they're putting their money into the co you know the virus stuff and, and those commercials are at record numbers. They're like six and a half, almost seven million dollars for a thirty second spot. I'm wondering now this year what that's going to be like. Is it they're still well, gonna, they're still commanding the same price? Salary cap reduction. The the but see the actual. Inventory for pure commercials is they're doing great. They're gonna they'll end up. I would think that's true because, because viewership will got, be off the charts. Right? That's all right? we got. <laughs> that's all we got. So they're not hurting that. So way. I think the pregame just started. <laughs> so now this is the pre 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 pregame. You just got you just got to call it pregame so you can get a uh, <laughs> you can get a premium for that commercials because now you know uh, they're desperate. Well, you know, and that made me think if you are one of the what'd you say twenty two thousand fans something like that that they're going twenty two five. Obviously, you can probably get a hotel room pretty good break. They say, you know, I, the article I was reading said, you know, expect to, what is it, you know, spend some money. But I'm not, I mean, on the ticket, I, what, what's the super, What's the NFL going to do? All of a sudden, they're going to, like, triple the price of a ticket? I mean, are they going to start scalping tickets? I, I mean, they're going, oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 well, we don't look at that. Up for this. It might say $500, but it really is $5,000. That's how much that ticket is. I mean, I have no idea. And I, I would think, and the other part of it is, if, if you're a fan and you are, do I, do I want to say lucky enough to have access to a ticket? Do you really want to go? I mean. I think for the fans that they are making them available to, that these the, are the folks that. This, like Kansas City fans? This is a once fans? in a lifetime opportunity. Kansas City fans you're well, talking about? I'd or? say for the average fan, the opportunity to even consider going or having access to a ticket is extraordinary. You know, I'm so jaundiced by all this, though, having played the game. And, and I can't appreciate And in the media, the same, the same deal. Yeah, it's like I'm there's going. an expectation. But for the average Joe fan, it doesn't matter how much the ticket costs. And they're probably giving these away for free. Is that right? I would believe so. I mean, I think this is really about goodwill and faith and doing the right thing well, that and, we're would be, all and that is the right thing 100 percent. i'll give them credit if that's what they're doing because you know you're expecting people to go out of pocket you know risk you know there's still some risk involved in this if you're a fan you want to go down there you know you got to get on an airplane fly i guess or you could drive but of course it depends on where you are and you know how much you want to put it's going to cost you money which it, any super bowl would so i guess sure you're prepared for that 
but uh, I would. But at the same time, you're getting cheated, and I don't mean that in that the cheating sense. But you know, Mother Nature's way of cheating. It's not the same experience by miles. Can't be even by exactly. miles. Exactly. There's got to be like you said. Social there's no distancing. Parts. You're going to have your own section. <laughs> well, you know, you think about a Super Bowl, and you just think of it's it's Mardi Gras come early. It's just a party yes. for the most part. Yes. Uh, I'm thinking for anybody that go, that's not in the game, and if you're not a player or a coach, you know, for everybody else that goes down there, it's just like, it's literally like going into Las Vegas or whatever casino, 24 hours, baby. Oh, it's America's we're, party. We're, we're wide open. It's yes. America's party. And I know yeah. you're excited about the halftime entertainment. And, yeah. And <laughs> Do I even know who it is? No, you don't. But what's but, the name? But, Do you know who it is? Yes. What, the, the, the featured star performer. Okay, tell me who it is. The Weeknd. Yep, I know who it is. And only because I don't know who it is. He does the commercial where yes. they go through, and then finally at the guard that's sitting there doing something, looks like, up and goes, and, goes, and then he waves and drives there in. There you go. You nailed and it. And I said, who's that, dude? And she goes, that's the weekend. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Who's that? Like, where, goes, no, how many people are there? <laughs> who's on first? Yeah. I mean, it was like... He's the week. <laughs> where's, okay. Monday, where's Monday he's through Friday? He's the halftime entertainment. He's the so halftime. So he's super hot, huh? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah. Game's okay. passing by. Game's <laughs> passing by. I'm still thinking about Green Bay and Kansas. <laughs> the frozen tundra of Lambeau <laughs> exactly. Field. There you go, John Facenda. All right. Well, Rigo, uh, that is the wrap on the AFC and NFC championships. We and are. We're good for it, I guess. So I guess we'll see you on Friday, I think, right? Friday? Is you that got it. Back? Well. Hey, Rigo out. Bye-bye.